Hey, Crack fans. Before we get to today's show, I want to let all of you listeners know about the revolutionary work being done by our friends over at Swing Vision. Now, all of us as tennis players are constantly searching for that piece of information that's going to give us that one, two, three percent edge whenever we step onto the court. We want to know, am I hitting my forehand with enough depth? Am I accurately placing my backhands? Am I employing patterns on the court that are putting me in an optimum position to experience success? Thankfully, all of those questions can now be answered via the app produced by our friends at Swing Vision. Folks, it's extraordinarily simple. You're going to download the app. You're going to turn that app on your phone. You're going to put your phone on the back fence, the back curtain of whatever court you're playing on. You're going to hit record. And then using artificial intelligence, Swing Vision is going to break down your performance. If you click on the link that you find in the podcast description here on today's episode, you'll go right to the Swing Vision website. And of course, friends who use our Crack Rackets promo code CRACK20 are going to get an additional $20 discount and a free 14-day pro trial on the Swing Vision app. Again, you use that promo code Crack 20, $20 discount, as well as a free 14-day pro trial. How do you find the link to get signed up? Just go back to your podcast feed. It's in the podcast description of this episode. You go to the Swing Vision website, you set up your account, you download the app, you get rocking and rolling, get all the information, one location with our friends at Swing Vision. Welcome back, everyone. We are live at the 2022 Cleveland Challenger, where I am joined by a semi-finalist here this week, finalist last week in Columbus, 2020 Junior French Open champion, one of the rising stars on the ATP Tour. It's Dom Stricker. Dom, congratulations on the victory. How are you feeling after today's performance? Thank you, first of all. Um, you know, it was a good good, uh, good performance today. I think uh, I served amazing today. Uh, it helped me a lot because, you know, I had a tough week last week. Not an easy one here. I played a tough match against Nava the round before. Um, of course, three sets are always uh, always great. They had uh, fun with Miko <laughs> and in the dubs, of course, uh, with these guys here coming support us. It's always great. But uh, I was happy I could uh, finish it in two sets today. Um, yeah, but I'm happy with my performance and I'm looking forward for the semifinal tomorrow. And, and there are a lot of things I want to touch on that you just mentioned there. But let's start with this match today against Ernesto because for those of you listening who have seen Ernesto play, obviously hits a massive ball. You talk about the importance of your serving performance today, and I'm just going to speak candidly. Is there a spot in the service box you can't hit? It feels <laughs> like whether it's tee, slice wide, mixing and pace, or you know, off speed to serve in volley, feels like that serve is the foundation of your game. Am I on to something there? No, of course, you know, I worked a lot on my serve to hit all these four spots. It's yeah. so important uh, when you come on the Challenger Tour, of course. On juniors, I was not hitting every four <laughs> spots, but uh, it's getting better uh, every week. I'm, I'm practicing, and, uh, you know, today I even got the stats, and I saw that I was, like, even hit every every four spots pretty pretty the same uh, amount, so it's it's good. Mm -hmm. And it feels like the plus one ball, that first shot in the rally, whether for you it's a forehand to again any target or just you know a servant volley, a backhand slice. It does feel like again that is the foundation of your game to this point. That playing front foot tennis is something you really stride to do. Is that fair? 
it really is it really is it helps me to mm-hmm. to get some easy balls after the serve sure. uh, we practice that a lot you know but it's also give you some uh, some energy for the return game so you know you can trust on your serve you can trust on these first shots and you're always there for uh for tough rallies when uh won the return game and i think uh, that's what i did good to th- today as well uh you know he's a big server he's a big hitter uh his forehand is great his backhand is also so solid but uh Sometimes then you get into these rallies, you know, you feel good because you know your serve helps, so you feel better from the baseline, it helps, and yeah, of course, today was was great. Yeah, and, you know, again, to stick with this theme here, this is my first time getting to see you play in person, and obviously, as someone who follows tennis very closely, watching you at the Junior French Open, or last year when, you know, I believe it was your second challenger main draw ever, and you end up winning a challenger title it seems like the tennis equ- part of the equation is not the issue for you. It feels like the serve, the you know, responding to the pace even of Ernesto from the baseline uh, to baseline rallies, or whether it was your three-set victory uh, two days ago. It just felt like the tennis component is not the issue for you. It's from a fitness perspective that that's the thing that you know maybe it's at the challenger level, but not quite top 100 or top 50. Is that a fair assessment? Is that something again you've been working on here as you look to turn 20 later this year? Yeah, of course it is. You know, I had a good year last year. It uh, was for me a bit surprising that it sure. went so fast. So was it surprising not to cut you off? It was, it was. Uh, you know, it was my second challenger in Lugano and I won it. So, it, yeah, everyone was surprised. And then even uh, the two quarters, fi- quarterfinals I played on the ADP. You know, no one was... Uh, Knew that that's gonna happen, but it was good. Uh, the, the second six months last year, I was not playing my best, but you know, and then we worked again, uh, pretty good in the off season in uh, December, and then uh, first slam, you know, was always great. Mm-hmm. And then we came here direct from Australia, so uh, and I think I'm playing uh, two amazing uh, weeks here, and I'm very happy uh, how it's going, and I I think there's a lot more to come in in this year. Yeah, no, we're all looking forward to it. For what it's worth, me and a fellow member of our Cracked Rackets team have a bat that if you make the top 50, he has to get a tattoo. And so I'm like, oh, I'm rooting for you, Dom. (laughs) Um, But you talk about the unexpected nature of last year. That's fascinating to hear because not only do you have that challenger success, which winning a title, obviously some people go their entire careers without a challenger title, but then right away, quarterfinals of an ATP event, and it's not just one. You do it on the clay courts first, then you go and do it on the grass courts. You're having success at the challenger level on the indoor hard courts. Get this. I'm clearly, there's a theme here, Dom. The tennis component, again, things seem to be happening quickly for you. To what do you credit that? You know, I don't know. I feel I feel comfortable on every surface, to be honest. I, I think I can change my game maybe a bit. If it's on grass, I maybe move a little bit more to the net. I play a bit more aggressive. If it's on clay, I go a bit more for the long rallies. But, you know, I just feel good uh, on every surface. I feel... Uh, feel good also body wise you know it's it's helping a lot and uh, i think i'm doing great uh, this year of the start again i hope i can keep going like this uh, the next few months but i think it's it's helping me a lot two weeks in ohio have you grown accustomed to the weather yeah we did you know it was <laughs> the first few days were uh, were tough for me because we arrived from australia yeah. direct so we came from like 35 degrees to uh, minus or even zero degrees and now even with this uh, snowstorm, it's getting worse. So, But, you know, it's good. Uh, you know, I'm coming from Switzerland, so we uh, we also have these uh, bad weathers, uh, these cold weathers. But, uh, yeah, we're here, and I think it's good to be inside. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you talk about coming from Switzerland. Indoor hardcore tennis, something you're familiar with, I imagine? Yeah, sure. And so, you know, these conditions here this week, you know, because, again, watching you play, it feels like from an anticipation standpoint – 
even with as big as Ernesto hits, it was really hard for him to hurt him. And as big as Emilio Nava hits, it felt like you just got a read on his ball as that match progressed. Is it a surface-level comfort? Is it just, again, the work you've put in on court? What has led to that comfortable-looking performance here? Because to, to stick with this theme and not to butter you up, it just feels like everything you do on a tennis court comes pretty easily. You know, that's my, my target, to look sure. at to that it looks for them easy. But, you know, <laughs> sure. it's not always easy if you have to run left to right. I was going to say, the on right. the slide backhand <laughs> is the only time I look at you and go, ooh, okay, that one might have hurt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's not always easy. But sometimes you just have to show them that mm-hmm. it's easy for you. But I think I'm I'm feeling comfortable today here as well on this, on this court. I think it's not too fast as it was uh, last week in Columbus you know we had more free points but uh, it's also good if you if you get into these rallies for these big hitters you know they know they have to maybe even go for a bit more a bit more and then uh, you saw he missed a few in the first set he missed a few in the second I couldn't take my chances but uh, then in the tie break you know again you go in these rallies and you know I felt good the whole match and maybe he knows that he has to go for more and then he missed a few and it, it helps. So. Mm-hmm. No, you, again, you're playing excellent ball and I'm curious last week when you play Nishioka because obviously he's a guy fresh off the top 100. I know he's fallen just outside of it, but the, the fitness that he plays with and his ability to extend rallies and his and in particular his ability to extend rallies in the outer thirds of the court, right? Put you in uncomfortable positions. What did you learn about that matchup? What did you learn from yourself there? No, you know, it was a was a great week for me, and then I got into this final, and I was um, not surprised, but I was like, uh, yeah, nice to be in a final again sure. after a tough six months. But uh, you know, I think he played amazing the final. He started amazing. I was down four zero, I think, and even saved set <laughs> break points for five zero. It's uh, it's never good to start like that. Yeah. But, uh, then I I got better into the rhythm, and I think it's just a very tough opponent. He's he's uh, not missing a lot. He's uh, but if he can, if you play short, he's going for it. It's always tough to know. So you know you have to do more. I think uh, yeah, it's good. But who knows? Maybe here it's gonna be again a re- revenge in the final. That's what I'm hoping for a rematch here between you two. And not that I root for anyone. Let me be clear, <laughs> but just for the narrative's sake. Um, but you know, as you look at your game, and again for our listeners, you were obviously a highly touted junior, top ten in the world, a junior slam champion, and you know you've had a ton of success throughout the course of your career. With that said, you're trying to make this jump now into the top 100 and solidify yourself in your pro career. Goals is too, I just think that's, you know, it's too cheesy. Like, what are your goals for the season? But how do you go about, you know, what are the things you're focused on in the immediate future to assert yourself as a professional, to become comfortable? Yeah, sure. You know, um, I was actually hoping to, like, stay at this level where I am now. So um, I was about 240, 250 just to get these uh, qualities for the for the Grand you Slam. You screwed for that sure. up. You're top 200 now. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah, you know, but it's you never know what's happening in tennis. It's uh, There's so much that can happen. It can, you know, I played two good weeks. It can also be that you lose twice in the first round sure. and you're... You're struggling with yourself, but now I'm, I'm happy that I'm here, and I think my my target is just to to stay where I'm now. This top 200 is always a great achievement to have this one in front. Uh, yeah. But you know that the, the the target is to get this one away and have a zero. <laughs> but uh, no, we will just keep uh, working hard to get there as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And obviously, 19 years old, and you look at some of the guys right now in the top 100 or on their way to it. Yannick Sinner still 20, guy around your age, and Carlos Alcaraz, a guy a little bit younger than you. But I think you can even go beyond that, right? It's the Nakashimas of the world, the Yuri Lachechkas of the world, who's been outstanding, and the Flavio Cabolis who are coming up as well. 
do you notice their success? Does it add any confidence seeing them have success that, you know, those are the guys I competed with all year long. I can, I can do that. Yeah, sure. You know, it's good to see, like, uh, Carlos. I mean, he played an amazing year. He's unbelievable. Uh, Yannick, he's now a top one, a top 10. Even, uh, you know, he's, it's crazy what he did. And I think it, all, it also gives you confidence to see that even guys in this age, like Holger also did, uh, did great. Flavio, you know, we were amazing good buddies. We played doubles together and everything. So, uh, just good to see that we we guys we can be at that level and maybe even go uh, higher. So uh, it's good to see that I'm not the only one who did the step. No, no, it's awesome to see. And is there a group chat somewhere that exists where it's like I'm in the lead to the next gen finals? Like who's <laughs> going to be joining me? No, not really at all. You know, we're always exchanging some uh, sure. some good uh, some good times. Even with Flavio, you know, you you text a lot or with these other guys. It's just mm-hmm. just great great relationship with them. Mm-hmm. No, it, it, and again, it's so fun to watch all of you have success. Well, again, as you look moving forward, I know you still got some business to take care of here. Semifinals coming up tomorrow. But, you know, as you look in the immediate future, you talked about coming from Australia straight here. And I know this is the only challenger on the calendar this week. And so it made sense to come over here. But as you start mapping that out, because you do have Grand Slam qualities now on the horizon, whether that's French Open and you know, RG, if you're listening to this wild card main draw, this boy should not be playing qualies. Um, But as you look towards the rest of the schedule, you know, it's kind of a vomit zone, right? Like you can get into challengers. Should I try for ATP 250s? How do you look at the next few months? It is. It is tough. You know, uh, we have uh, a few challenges coming up in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. It's never bad uh, to play at home. You're going to go defend Lugana? I will try to. <laughs> I'd like to hear that. Good. Of course, uh, I will go home now after this this week. Uh, I hope it's going to be Monday. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you never know. And then I'm going to take some days off just to realize what happened. And just, uh, yeah, it's always good after two tough weeks to get some days off with my family. Mm-hmm. And then after, uh, I will go for, for the one 100 challenger in Pau. Okay. And afterwards, you know, we have Davis Cup as well. It's always a great, uh, great week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I will go for the Swiss challenges and just see, you know, if I, if I get into some 250s, uh, I will for sure try to go there. Um, but I will see what the time brings. No, it's going to be fascinating to see what those opportunities are because, of course, it's so difficult right now to get into challengers, let sure, alone 250 sure. qualifying. Well, you talk about some time off. And I know for some of our listeners, this will be their first time. I'm hearing your voice. Talk to me. You, you've earned it. Certainly semifinals, finals, back-to-back weeks. You head back to Switzerland. Obviously, the stereotype would be, well, what chocolate are you going to eat? I'm not going to ask you that because that's <laughs> stupid. But you go back home. How are you spending your free time with your family? What do you do to unwind? Yeah, you know, to be honest, in summer I play a lot of golf oh. with my dad. Yeah, you, uh, first of all, you strick me, strike me, no <laughs> pun intended, as a golfer. Like, jumps out. For sure. No, for sure. The it's hands. great. Yeah, it's great to play some golf always. Uh, but also, you know, just spend some time with your family, go for a dinner, maybe play some games or go out with some friends. You know, I have a lot of friends in Switzerland. You don't see them often, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to go back home to just spend some time, maybe do some some things. You know, you never know. Maybe they have some idea to do. It's more of, it's like we're not planning anything, but sure. it's just like in a short short time you you do something. Mm-hmm. And for you, uh, I'm curious because you know you didn't have many pro matches coming into last season, and you obviously had played some junior events. It's almost the opposite pathway Sinner took, right? And so I'm curious, was that were you homeschooled in Switzerland or were you going to normal school? And is that part, you know, what led to that decision? No, I actually went to 
normal school. Sure, okay. Uh, I finished it, and then um, I was trying to do some some other school, uh, mm-hmm. but I stopped after three years. I just had one more year to go, but you know, then uh, with all these final exams, sure. it was just too much for me mm-hmm. because uh, you actually I had to cancel some tournaments if I want to go for the school. So we said, you know. I played so good now, so why not just uh, just try it? Yeah. Um, and I think it was a good decision, you know. Uh, your head is free also on the tournaments. Now I would go back to the hotel, do some school. You know, it's always tough to get this, keep this motivation up. But then, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you never know what's happening in tennis. If there are some injuries or whatever, you can still finish the school and do something else. But I don't hope it's going to happen, but uh, you never know. Yeah, no, we're not worried about that. <laughs> um, well, again, some fun ones for you before I let you go. If you were to compare your game style to one current player, who do you pick? <sighs> Tough question, actually. <laughs> um, who would I pick? I think... Because my comp, and I think it's a kind of an obvious one, it's a little flatter, but I see a lot of Jack Sock in you. And you like the Jack best Sock? versions of it, uh-huh. like just the easy shoulder, like one of those people who are just, bl- like, you throw a ball up, I know exactly what I want to <laughs> do with this ball. Like, I see some shades of it. Yeah, maybe, you know, uh, what many people say to me is also Dennis Shapovalov, you know, he's a lefty, he's attacking a lot, you know, Um, of course, all these lefties, I like uh, Lodra, you know, maybe, maybe you know him. And um, Marcelo Rios as well, yeah. you know, these not guys. Not Del Bonis, I can tell you that. that is <laughs> no, not, no. Or Sarandolo, no, not like no, that either. I'm not going to grind back <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> um, no, but you know, these guys were aggressive, but in, in some, moment, some moments they went for the rally as well. So, you know, um, yeah, it's tough to, to say one player, but I think I have a bit of everyone. Okay, I like it. I was going to ask after, because this is the theme right now, Rafa, Roger, Novak, who you taking greatest of all time in Dom Stricker's Yeah, life? I think for me it's clear, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I'm Swiss, so, you know, I can't yeah. say anyone else. No, of course, Roger, you know, yeah, I, that's what I, like to hear. I practiced a few times with him. He's an amazing guy, so for me it's, it's Roger. Mm-hmm. And you brought up that Davis Cup. How fun is it to compete for Switzerland, and is that something you plan to do, you know, moving forward? Yeah, of course, it's a lot of fun, you yeah. know, these weeks with, with yeah. players. You see, you don't see them a lot, to be honest. Uh, you see them sometimes on the tour, of course, but it's good, good to have them all together in one week. And we have an amazing coach. We have an amazing team. So it's, every week is funny. I mean, I just had one week, but I will, uh, always remember it, you know, and now the, the next, uh, the next one is, of course, also going to be funny and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. No. Well, again, I know I speak for all of us tennis fans out there. It's been such a pleasure to watch your rise, not only over these past two years, but obviously throughout your career. And, you know, again, I, if you follow Twitter, you will see, if you just search the name Stricker, you're going to say, who's this guy who's just complimenting me nonstop? And it's me. <laughs> I'm the guy who's been doing that <laughs> over the past couple of days. So Dom, congratulations on Thank victory you. and obviously good luck to you the rest of this week. Thank you. Thank you. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.